All right. Welcome back to another Red Cedar Wrap. This week, Matt and I discuss basketball season and some of the news that's already going around with the players, the team. And then we get into back to football season with a preview of Penn State, where we think the team's going to be. Is it a trap game or not? As always, let's get it. Your Spartan Marching Band. Matt, what a terrible day in sports news. In a week where I thought we might have got some decently good news in filling in our four spot in basketball, it has just been sad, to say the least. Yeah, I've been refreshing the uh, the, the old Twitter, looking online all the time to see this Hauser news, see if we're going to get him this year and get his waiver passed. And instead of seeing that updated, you see that our two-guard Josh Langford out they say reevaluated in January, but I'm pretty much chalking it up. He's gonna be done for the year. I mean, we can even chalk up career. Yeah, possible. I mean, he was out last year. Went out in December, and then he never came back. We never really knew what was going on. We knew it was his foot, but they never really had like a diagnosis exactly what it was. Never came back, and then he's working his way back this summer. You heard him talking about it. it was like he was still slow in coming back. Still slow coming back. And then he didn't play this weekend in the scrimmage against Gonzaga. I'm pretty sure he had his boot on at that too. I don't know. I forget what the picture we saw, but people. I started getting kind of worried, like what's going on? He's still not back after almost a year. And then he saw Izzo's emotional press conference today, just talking about. He went to the doctor last night on Monday night, and the injury's back or never went away exactly. I don't know exactly what happened, but still there. And they're going to reevaluate them in January. Man, I feel so bad for him. I was talking to someone today, and they kind of mentioned, too, like, you know, it's been over a year, right? You know, to, 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 to say that he's coming back in January or, or February is very hopeful in my book. I mean, it'd be great. I hope yeah. all the best. I, I mean, that, the kid was great. Man. You can't bank he, on it at all for him coming back. No. I mean, we did well without him last year, but we also had more, you know, we had Matt McQuaid in his spot, so who's going to replace him? We'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but it sucks to see. I mean, he was so good at the beginning of his of last year, his junior year. You know, remember that Texas game we had out in Vegas? You know, he carried the team that game. I think he had twenty eight, won us that game. You know, he was definitely clicking last year until he got hurt, and it looks like he may never see the court again. At least in a Michigan State jersey, may never see the court again. I mean, Doesn't it point. feel weird that? When we start clicking, when we got things coming for us, injuries hit us. I mean, we weren't even ranked first for more than 24 hours. <laughs> 24 hours. Yes, first time ever ranked number one preseason. It's a great feeling. I was confident. I'm still pretty confident, but I'm not as confident as I was before where I'm thinking, all right, great. We've got you know, possibly the top two, three, four to play. I felt good we could take some of these guys too, and now – you know, not only that, Arns gets a sprained ankle. I mean, that's probably not as bad, but I mean, you're talking about another senior that could potentially have future issues or time down. And then you can kind of ball that all up into, are we going to get Joey? Yeah, we kind of need him now just to get some good news in the program. I mean, it does suck the timing of it, right? It was the first time ever, like you mentioned, being ranked number one preseason. 
Cassius gets to be a unanimous first team All American by the, by the AP, and then we get the news on Josh. Like you said, we are probably going to play the top three of you know, the four teams that were number one, so two, three, four, and Duke, Kentucky, Kansas at the start of the season. We're definitely playing Duke and Kentucky. We may play Kansas and Maui. Um, so it's going to be tough. Do you think we would be – I mean, obviously I don't think we would, but do you think we would be number one if this news came out, say, Sunday? No. 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 Could so. you imagine that too? And do you I, – I don't know where you put us now. I think we still be top ten. I mean, when you got a guy yeah, like no. Cash is coming back. No, I don't. I don't think you're. You know, okay, top five. Uh, what was it? Louisville's five. And yeah, six is Florida. You know, I, I put it. I put us around yeah, six to seven. Probably, yeah, five to seven range. Maybe. Yeah, and even then, honestly, we do better when we do that. Anyways, anytime yeah, we have a I mean, number one like on our said, target back, we we're do number terrible. One, whether we had Josh going in the first game anyway, like okay, we're number one. If we lost Kentucky, we're not one anymore. So we'd have to figure out. From the first game, we're going to figure out if we're the number one team, you know, going into this yeah. second week of the season. We, we, if we beat Kentucky, then it looks like we deserve to be number one. If we don't, then we're down maybe bottom of the top ten, you know, where so, we want to put us. So in the last, what, couple of weeks, we, we get a, a decommit from Terry. Yep. That hurt. Uh, we're losing Josh to January, most likely, the season. We're orange has got a sprained ankle, not the end of the world, but you know, still got to highlight it there for what he's already missed and put in his effort into the team. And we're still questioning if Joey's actually going to get approved. And, and now that second paperwork's and appealing is going through, you know, I think that's a good thing, but it's still not like, yes, we can use him. And honestly, we need him now. Yeah, I think at this point we just want to know. I mean, we have an exhibition game, I think, what, next week? 29th. Yeah, against Albion, I believe. And yep. then we play Kentucky in two weeks from now. Like two weeks from now, we'll be on the court in New York City. And we still don't know if we're going to have one of our players. Like we just need to know if he's in or out at this point. Yeah. That's the NCAA. They take forever. You know, they still have, I think, 70-ish. 74. 74 waivers still. I think that, yeah, right, right, the same report. I had 74 waivers to see if people can transfer this year or not. It's like. And 40 of them have been done, and 36 of the 40 have been approved. Right. So you're not even, they're not even halfway done. And the season starts in, in two, two weeks. weeks. It's like, come on. <laughs> like, and Joey wasn't allowed to go to Denver with the team to, for the scrimmage because he's not, you know, he's not. A, allowed to play yet so which is ridiculous how like i mean we're talking okay a hundred transfers like i don't know the process i don't work in it i don't i I have no idea what that is but come on seems broken right but that's ncaa but like i feel like it's ncaa is doing this on purpose yeah you know, I mean, like, eh, the NCAA would take our time. We'll let you know when you can play. It's like it's like one person that sits there all day on their computer and it's like one paper comes in, stamp. Like you can see, like, <laughs> like, like you get a red stamp or a green stamp, denied. <laughs> like, like how many people do they have working at this place? Like, right. Get, get this done. And then they use it's the fax machines from 1983. Yeah. It's frustrating, right? It just. So we got we got some negative side of it too. Okay, let's talk lineup because. I think this will be interesting to see because obviously we had a lot of there. But, you know, you can obviously say Cassius at one, but where do we see the other positions and, and where do we see the help? Yep. I mean, we think we're going to be deep anyway going into the season, so that's good, you know, to have any potential injuries come up as we already seeing. 
One, you, like you mentioned, Cassius Winston. The three, here's, here, here are the knowns, right? One is Cassius Winston. Three is going to be Aaron Henry. Yep. The five is going to be Xavier Tillman. Yep. Now, the four, when they the word came out and we played Gonzaga this past week that it was Marcus Bingham. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think he's going to actually start the first game, though. Who's starting? I think Kithier probably gets, yeah. the, gets the nod. I, th- I yep. think I think you play Marcus. I mean, you heard the – I mean, I don't know if you read the same stuff I did, but they played so many different players in the scrimmage. Oh, they, I think that the amount of minutes, the max was Cash just played 26. Uh, Gonzaga asked us to play zone. Like, we never play zone, but Mark View, the coach of Gonzaga, asked us to play zone just to, you know, give the – their team a different look. Um, so all these different things happen. I think you play Marcus. You start him just to kind of get a different look and see how things go. I don't actually think he will start game one. I think Kithier is more, uh, more of a solid player going into the season from what you know you read and what we saw last year. Yeah, I think Marcus may develop into becoming that four eventually uh, this season. But I think you give him the start, may give him some confidence. Maybe that's what Izzo wanted to see too. Like, hey, I'm going to give you the start here. Well, the big hole. scrimmage, so. The big hole now is where's the two? Yeah, so the two now, you know, obviously Josh is gone. I mean, I haven't talked to you about it. What I mean, what do you think? I think it's probably going to be. God, I think it's it, be freshman. You think it's going to be Rocket? I mean, it, I think it's going to be Rocket. I think I I, <coughs> I think it's going to be if if we get Hauser, he'll be your four. Yeah. Okay. And there Watts you go. Is, and Watts is going to be your two now. I agree with you. Kithier is going to be the guy getting there, but that position is going to get a lot of minutes from a lot of people. And whether that's Tillman with Kithier, Tillman with Bingham, Bingham with Kithier, you know, they're also talking about Hall getting a little side, getting down a little bit closer to the paint. And, you know, a lot of things inside about Marble. So he might get, give Tillman and Bingham a rest. Who knows if they put him in at the four to kind of help out too. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right with the two. Uh, probably be Rocket Watts. Other, I mean, other than him, who would it be? I mean, be Gabe Brown. Yep. Arns. I think Gabe Brown. Yeah, Arns. I think Gabe Brown would be a good as a three. You know, when Henry needs a blow, get Gabe in there. You can move him in also for Rocket when he needs it. Be, that's why it would have been so nice to have Josh. Have yeah. Josh, because Josh would have been great because think about it. Think about the different lineups you could have. You could have a Winston Watts Henry, a Winston Langford Henry, a Henry uh Langford Winston. I mean, those are duos. I mean, we're gonna finally get people breaks. Yeah. I mean, and you hear Foster Lawyer coming in, he could even put Winston at two when you need him. I mean, they're everyone saying about like, he's put on twenty pounds. Yeah. So you hear that like every fifth tweet that you read that every fifth tweet I see. Yeah, um, so but I think you're right with Watts. I think Watts gets to start he seems to be good defensively. But I also which think. will help Cassius. I mean, Cassius, not a liability defensively, but much better offensive player. Of course. Rocket, maybe not as good offensively. So it'd be a good balance there. I also think it's it, it, when you look at Watts, right? It's not like he's going to get 28 minutes a game here. But I think they're going to be pretty good and pretty well average with Brown. I think Gabe's going to come in. And him, between him and, and Rocket, I think that's where you're going to see a lot of transition there. And then you might see as if Arns, you know, doesn't have too much time off here, you might him get thrown in there with like a Henry Winston li- lineup too. Yeah, Arns can go from like probably more of like a three or four guy. Yep. Um, 
But then also, they just also talk about Brown. Brown's he's such a streaky shooter, which is good. They're but saying it's, like conf- a, it's more of like a bench guy. Like him coming off the bench would be perfect. Come in, hit some threes. That's the kind of guy I love coming off the bench. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, there everything's you know obviously he's been in the uh, media with uh, Moneyball and everything in the summer. But yeah, if looks, there's anything that came out of that last season, I remember, Zizzo said, Gabe Brown is never afraid to shoot. That's right. And he's been in the gym, like, nonstop this year. You can see him posting videos of him in the gym, like, like, like he lives there all, all off season. So That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. It's good to see. Hopefully, so, Aaron Henry can make, take that next step. I mean, we're going to go more in preview next week, but yeah, hopefully Aaron Henry can make that next step. And if he becomes a first-team, you know, Big Ten player, Shit, man. We got Ben Cassius, Xavier, and him. Do you think Henry is going to be reliable? You know, he he showed flares of it. I mean, he had a decently good freshman year. But do you think he's going to take the next level? Because when you look at it, a lot of the players that we have take a big transition freshman sophomore. You For see sure. it all the time happen with all schools, but, you know, it's really noticeable, right? And I really think the biggest thing now that Josh is gone is – do our freshmen last year turn into great sophomores? And that's really big liability on Henry and just as much as lawyer. Yeah, I think Henry does. I mean, you saw how good he was end of last year. There was mm-hmm. games where he was our best player out there. And just the way he is demeanor-wise, when you hear him talking to the media, all the raving about him, the hard work he is, he's very humble, well-spoken, leader-type. I think he is the kind of guy that takes even a bigger step going into sophomore year. You even see national writers talk about how this is going to be the guy, you know, for Michigan State to take the next step. So, from what I read and from what I, you know, we've listened to, he seems like he's going to be. So, can only go off that. We haven't seen the game yet. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it runs. Are we going to be? I really think we're going to be fast break all. Like you know, as traditional it is, but I really think it's going to be more than more than regular. Yeah, we always try to push, right? I mean, that's one of our biggest things: push, push and rebound. Even when they make a basket, push it. You know, and I think we're going to have that because I don't know if we're going to have as much rebounding skill in the in the in the paint as much as I'd like it to be. You 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 miss big bodies down low. Tillman's going to be great. But Tillman ain't gonna give you forty minutes every game. No, you can only, you don't want him to. We don't want these guys playing. No, because then that's what leads to injuries, and right. it's gonna lead right. to not doing your best. So I'll I, say this I one agree. thing about Josh: it's I feel so bad for him that this happened to him. God, yeah. Um, silver lining was that it's good to, that came out now before the season starts for you know the team in general. And two, not that not a knock on him at all, but like who knows what he. What if came back and Ben, you know, coming off that type of injury, who knows? Obviously, we would love to have him, right? It's yeah. Not, it's not saying yeah. I don't want him on the team, but it's like, who knows what kind of Josh we were going to get this year. I got to I gotta say that I thought we were going to get phenomenal Josh. Did I you? Was, I don't yeah. know. I mean, come you on know, off. you come off those injuries, but, I mean, there's nothing. Uh, nothing has been said besides how hard he's worked for it. Yeah, that's the you know he's been he's been doing so much for this that I I just I'm not able to believe that it would have been half Josh. You know I th- I still think we're gonna get majority of him back now. Now with this tweak, I don't know. Yeah, we we'll just need the young guys to step up. I mean, this is how it's college basketball is. 
It is, and that's and you know what? And we're I guarantee you, like most likely, we'll have another issue come up halfway through the season again, and we're Indeed. just gonna have to roll with it. We're just Indeed. gonna have to roll with it, and, and and we do, and we do a lot. And we ask a lot from our young kids. I think the difficult thing is now. I went into the Kentucky Duke potential Kansas in Seton Hall, right? I went into this thinking, if we do play Kansas, we get all four of them. I think we could have won three of the four. I think, and that is the most confident I've been going into one, the the Champions Classic, and two, just in general for beginning of the season. You know, these games are tough for us beginning of the season. They're tough. I mean, I, yeah, for four, Josh, I think we've probably gone three out of the four. Without Josh now, uh, maybe. I, I still expect us to win two of them. I expect us to win two. That would be fine. I'd be, I would be okay. And it depends the two because if it's Seton Hall and, and Kansas and we lose to Kentucky right the rip and then we lose to Duke, that's going to hurt a little bit. You know, I, I Honestly, the one that I want the most is taking Duke down again. I would love to win a Champions oh, game. See that I was gonna say that's season. hard. You're right. That's I mean, hard. When was the last time we've done one of those. So if you if you had the choice, you had to take one of them. Which one is it? Oh. You're right. I, I, I mean, we're we we're gonna be in Maui too. Yeah, but between Duke and between Kentucky, Kentucky I mean, I really want us to get that Duke game for the reason of like the Breslin's gonna be rocking that night. And, and I just like I just like to let that, Duke. Yeah, to let that go. To them to come into our house and then not pull it off would be worse. I mean, I want that place to be rocking all night. I want that place to get the W and have Duke come in if they were able yeah. to beat us and silence us. That would suck. It would suck to lose Kentucky, too, but if I had to choose between the two, I'd take beating Duke at home. Just I know. It's, just, it's, it's, Duke. it's, it's Duke. Exactly. I hate Duke more than I hate Kentucky. <laughs> I mean, I don't like either one of them, but yeah. Duke for sure. Yeah, that's a tough one because it would be nice to stay number one more than the one week. Yeah, but we have like I said, we haven't run Champions. And what? Classic. And honestly, what Champions is Classic? Yeah, and, what, and honestly, what is number one in college basketball? Who really cares? It's you not. It's not the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, so. it doesn't mean. And even at the end of the season, it really doesn't mean anything. You know, uh, who cares about being number one? Yes, a number one seed has a better probability of getting into the Final Four or championship. But regardless, it's not college football where number one means a ton. Yep. So, all right, that's. A beginning basketball preview. I think in a week or two, let's talk about the actual season, kind of how we did in, in episode one with football. Just let's see where the Big Ten is um, and kind of put down where we think they're going to be. Uh, this will be an interesting one because I think there's a lot to talk about there. But let's shift our way back to football season. Uh, had a nice little bye week. It was kind of nice. Enjoyed a Saturday. It Didn't was nice to, to like not have to worry about it. Isn't that the sad thing, though, too? We talked about this last week. This is that apathetic uh, state of mind. But I had a good Saturday. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have to be worried about being let down. It was like, you know, we weren't carefree, watch the other games, watch other teams. Yeah, watch Michigan take a loss, watch Wisconsin take a loss. That was crazy. That was wild. I I didn't even mean to watch that game, I just had to happen to have it on TV. And we were playing some cards, and we're like, "Wait, they just threw a pick. <laughs> this could happen." It's a while. It did. Um, but okay, so let's talk Penn State. Um, let's talk about the game coming up here. Thankfully, it's one of the tough games that we have at home this year. But Penn State, as I first said this season, wasn't going to have a good year, and I've 
ate my words on that. That's completely wrong. Um, though I still think they haven't played crazy tough opponents. You can say Iowa, you can say Michigan. Um, I can't wait to see them play Ohio State. You know, if they come out and they keep it a close game with Ohio State, man, they've proven everything wrong to me. Yeah, they don't play them until like the week before, one of the last weekends of the season. I think, I think the second to last weekend, week before yeah. Michigan game for Ohio State is when they play Penn State. So that won't be for a while. Yeah, I mean, we went into this stretch of uh, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Penn State. I had predicted one game. We'd win one, and <laughs> I, this was the one. This was the one I said that I think we'd be able to get. So we'll see. We'll talk about it here. And let, we'll pick at the end. But it's good to get a home game again. It's, it's, been, it's been forever since we've been back. And last home game was against Indiana in late September and now it's late October, and we finally get our next home game. And then we got even got a bye week next week. I mean, scheduling was wild. The fact this that is the we worst went from scheduling. oh yeah, from bye week to one game to bye week again. So we're playing. What was the thing? We played one game in like twenty eight days, something like that. God, that's so stupid. That's after, the, after twenty seven days, after the Wisconsin game, we played one game between then and Illinois. Yeah, I mean, and, and then you November add in the fact that we played Ohio State. Wisconsin, Penn State, you know, like it's not like that was a fun scheduling. Yeah, I mean, it's three top ten teams in a row. Though, again, you know, uh, it was a difficult start anyways. But Penn State looked against Michigan. Man, they came out and just put a foot down. They looked good. And then the second half happened, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, I don't really believe in James Franklin as a coach. I believe James Franklin as a recruiter. I think he's good at selling the program. He's good energy. Good. And I wish I had his recruits. Getting guys there. I think in game, James Franklin is suspect at best. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you kind of saw that on Saturday when they go up 21 nothing, and then they stop doing what they're good at. But he just – it's always been that way. He never really makes good in-game decisions. If he has a better talent, he pretty much wins. But any big game where it comes down where it's tight, he usually loses. I mean, he won a few here and there against Ohio State, but when it was off the block kick. and I would say it's a little bit more than Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, for sure. But I kind of put those in this kind of similar situation. Category. Yeah, yeah. kind of the same category to me. Um, so I think if you get Penn State in a tight game, he kind of he tightens up big time. Play calling. He just doesn't get it done, but so I think, and I think where I, I was skeptical was just positions, quarterback, running back, you know, coming back on offense, and you know I'm not blown away. No, but, me either. But but KJ. So this is what I'm gonna say about that, right? Spit it. Penn State, like you said, not uh, too impressed. It's all Hamlin, like you said. It's all KJ mm-hmm. Hamlin. So it's almost like. All right, run for a yard, run for a yard, run for a yard, throw a 60 to KJ. Uh, <laughs> bubble screen for three yards, run for a yard, throw a 40-yard pass to KJ. That's pretty much all it is. Wasn't KJ like, supposed to come here? That's what the word was, right? I mean. Man. Man, that guy I mean, he, he, I'm pretty sure he, it was off the 2016 season, right? Or was it? Yep. Okay, yep. so, yeah. I mean, I can't. Can't blame the kid really for not coming. No, I that. I don't I don't either. I'm not saying Especially that the way we I'm not saying we're receivers. way better. I mean, look at them; they're undefeated right now. I mean, word was out there that he committed to Michigan State and then decommitted to go to Penn State. He got hurt. I don't think we'd ever pull a scholarship because the kid got hurt. 
No, and actually, that's what you know. I've read reports that that's what D'Antonio's known not to do. Yeah, exactly. He's he's he is. Trust you me. Know, if you, we wanted KJ Hamler. Like I remember. Oh his, yeah. The, his recruiting. I mean, he's from Michigan. Went, went to Orchard Lake St. Mary's. From Pontiac. He ended up going to senior year down at IMG Academy in Florida. But and he was a local kid, and we wanted him. I think his mom even said that he had committed to us. I guess silent verbal, but you know, what those aren't worth anything. <laughs> even commits are not worth anything these yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, you could see he loved beating Michigan last week. I'm sure he likes to come back. You know, he's got to have a hometown crowd. Do you think do you, do you, do you put us at trap game level? Oh, 100%. Because think about that. That's where right? the line is right now, right? It came out six yeah. and a half. Yeah. It comes out at six and a half, which people are like, oh, you think – I thought at least double digits going into the ten. Season. Yeah, I was going ten, ten to eleven. I was like maybe up to thirteen even. I was like you know, keep it under the two two touchdown. But yeah, yeah. There. But when it opened up at six and a half and then got hammered down to five and a half right away, and then I think it's back up to six and a half. It's now. Six and a half now. But yeah, you you can see Vegas right there. I think they're. I think it's more of like a Penn State thing. You, you know, they had. <laughs> Not trying to. I mean, trust me. No, no, no. Against against odds, yeah. I get it. Can can Penn State stay disciplined enough? Well, that was know, the question fo- in the second like half. Focus enough, week. right? Can they focus enough for another week? So who did they, they play the week before? They, well, in oh, they played at Iowa, right? So the night game at Iowa, that's tough. They and that was their first that rank. Out. That was right. their first ranked game. And that home game against Michigan State. White. I mean, sorry, against Michigan. Whiteout. Huge. They get under that. the lights. Game now it's their third in a row. Like you have to get up for. But it's not even it's like tough for college kids to do that. No, yeah, and when I've said this multiple times, and you know, most head coaches say they can only get guys up for two games at a hundred percent. Now, and you look at it if beginning of the season, I would have said this would have been the third hard game. But you look at their schedule. You go us, and then they go to Minnesota, who's ranked. Again, I'm not going to say that Minnesota's the the, the eye test here yet because not yeah. sold 100 percent on them too. But awesome for PJ and the team, I, I love it. Um, but if you're looking at them, they got Minnesota, Indiana, Penn State. I mean, I think Indiana, Ohio Michigan State. State, or I guess, thank you, and Ohio State. Uh, if you're Penn State fan base, I'm going right off the bat. Okay, Ohio State, we've got the shot. We just got to be undefeated getting there. Yep. I think you overlook state, and I think you overlook Indiana. Yeah, they get they get a bye week next week, which they probably need after the stretch. Yeah, um, and we're but coming that, we're coming off a bye, which is huge. You know, getting some guys back. Um, but the big thing is is are we bought in, right? I think if we bring it back to the state side, yeah, know, the transfer portals. Hey, listen, I get it. A lot of people are leaving. It looks the optics look bad, but. In all honesty, majority of these guys weren't going to see the field anyways. This is going to happen more and more with multiple teams too. I hope the best for everyone else that no moves doubt. on. You know, there's no animosity, but if you're not seeing the field, uh, sure, yeah, don't blame get you. your luck. Even now, like Coach D'Antonio said that it's kind of the new norm. So exactly. Now here's here's the crazy thing is why transfer portal now? I don't understand this. Why transfer portal now versus at the end of the season? I guess, like, what you your, I guess just to get your name out there. Like, there's over 300 names in the portal now. Oh, gotcha. You already got people recruiting the portal. 
you know, let the coaches know around the country that you're interested and yeah, they can man. start recruiting you. Brad I think Porter. that's what it is. They just want to get ahead of it. Since everyone else is doing it, I got to do it now too. You might get passed over. There's only well, so I'll many be. spots, right? If you or have 300 people, I'm sure by the end of the season, it'll be like 400, 500 people in the portal. There's probably not that many spaces, D1 at least. A lot of kids probably have to go D2 at this point or whatever they call it now because they're not going to have enough spots. Yeah, I mean, and in all honesty, I mean, if you're not starting at Michigan State, in a blah season. Right. Cause every kid that leaves had a scholarship, right, that is going to the portal. So now schools have the op- option to either go get someone else out of the portal with the last scholarship or go get more, <laughs> more like, recruits. It's like so say, football okay, waiver so wires. Say Michigan State, you know, say at the end of the year, hypothetically, right, we have 25 spots available. Okay. okay. And now, now, you know, we lost six guys. So now we're able to go get more people, more freshmen, right, more recruits. And so if more schools do that, which they're definitely going to do, then there might be 500 kids in the portal. There's only 300 spots, D1, a lot. That's true. Because they just filled up with more freshmen. Interesting. So then where happens the other 200 kids in the portal that have nowhere to go? So yeah. you kind of want to get ahead of it at that point. So to let teams know that you are going to transfer they can start recruiting. They're pretty sure they're able to contact you once you're in the portal. Yeah, right? because you think about it this way. If you had a spot at another, I don't know, mid-level or D one, D1, right. you know, you want to be the first one on there. And then, I guess it's like yeah. putting, a res- putting a resume out there earlier. Right, and maybe I think you may be able to be able to transfer in the winter, you know, start there January 1st at a new school. Yeah, we're doing the October career fair, not the spring exactly. and March career say, fair. Say, you tr- you know, say you're in a bowl game, you're going to play that, now you're – Say your January first bowl game. Now you put on the transfer portal. Now you got to wait till the summer to go to the next school. Now you're already missing out on spring all practice, that, all spring, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think just guys getting in there as soon as they can. And you're going to see this happen so much more and so much more, yeah. and we'll benefit out of it too. Yeah, I think uh, it is going to benefit it. it well, I mean, it's like the, we're not a school that processes players. Where if you're not playing, we kind of push you out. We'll let you stay yeah. forever. Yeah, until you finish your four year, you know, scholarship and. If kid's not playing, he wants to choose on his own to leave. That just opens up another chance. Which for is us the to difference? Because go get someone to transfer that's going to yeah. play, or B, pick up more you know incoming. Well, you get the guys that get like the crazy classes that get three running backs. That you know, one of them, two of them are probably going to be in the transfer portal. Right, and like you said, none of the guys that have transferred out had made an impact. Nope. I mean Hayward and Jefferson had played, but they had been passed over. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all guys. the best, and all the best to those guys too. I mean, you know, oh, I no appreciate doubt. the hard I hope work. To go play somewhere where they can actually get get on the field, yeah. be a starter. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. All right, so uh, that kind of gets us to the portal. But uh, again, let's get back to the game here. You know, uh, I see this as a trap game. So you you take this mentality of people are leaving, right? You get you got that locker room mentality. Uh, I think everyone is saying, "Hey, go." I think most players. And even coaches would assume to say, you know what, do your thing. I get it. You're not playing here. I understand you need to do what's best for you. I get that. But does that play a role in this locker room? Because after bye week, we need to bring people together. Because if anything, we are now a season-ruining team. And this is a great opportunity. You're at home. you got a 330 game with a team that just had two back-to-back. I mean, this is set up for a you can you could make a move here. Yeah, back against the wall, kind of. Because you think people are off the train right now uh, this season. <laughs> if they lose to Penn State, especially in like a blowout fashion, you'll definitely see pe- people will be 100% out. If you're not already out, you'll everyone will be out um, on this season after this game if we get blown out. So 
back against the wall. Here we go. Let's we've got a top ten team coming in undefeated. Vegas right. likes us. C- can we do it? <laughs> I mean, it's what's, just <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's the score going to be? <sighs> score for this week. I think we do compete for sure. I mean, the line's telling you something. I think we do play well with Penn State. I think off the bye week, um, chance to refocus. Penn State, like I said, mentally, can they get up again three weeks in a row for these big games? Maybe it's not a big game in their eyes, and that kind of, you know, derails what they're trying to do. Um, Give me 24-23. Whoa. Yeah, 24-23. Whoa. Mm. We winning or losing? I think. God, I want us. I want to pick us to win so bad. <laughs> Money I line. I don't know if I believe myself when I say it. No, you know what? I'll say twenty four twenty three. Michigan State is going to win. Wow, you heard it here first. The first guy to pick State to win this one. Yeah, I'm going complete opposite. Why not? After after the Wisconsin game, where I had so much hope, I understand it's not the same. But man, I was so excited for it, and to lose thirty eight to zero. I don't know if a bye week is going to make that big of a difference. Uh, I've got us 21 to 6. <laughs> 21 to 6. We're not moving. You're the probably ball. more right than I'm going to be. Maybe I'm just more hopeful. I'm ho- I mean, I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hoping for oh, your, for your sure. score. You know I am. I'm going to root every second of it. But realistically, if you told me I had to pick this game, it's going to be 21 to 6 where we do hold them. And honestly, it might even be 3 to 0 in the first quarter. But we're just not going to longevity get it all the way done, and I don't think we see the end zone at all. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. I mean, I could see it being like 7-6 going into the fourth quarter and then they get two on us late. Just the defense can't, can't hold forever. That, I mean, that looks – I'm just banking on them not being able to get up again, honestly. I don't think it's us, I, be, I don't think it's us being better than them at, at any means. And that's what I'm I hoping for, State too. I probably goes 10-2 and the next yeah. loss is Ohio State. I don't see him losing that so yeah other, any other game I mean they don't have Wisconsin on the schedule they have Minnesota but how much do you believe in Minnesota I'm not I'm not there yet I'm not there yet but I love like I said I love PJ I love the whole thing uh I love that they got uh, the kid that had uh, four-time cancer survivor getting in the game I mean they're doing good stuff over there yeah it's just gonna. I mean, it's gonna be telling this week. It'll be telling. If I th- do you think they boo this week? If it happens, what you your score does happen? Do you think people boo them off the field? I think. I think if we don't get in the end zone in the second in the first half, there will be definitely big boos in the crowd. Yeah, I mean, this, this could be the swan. Song. I mean, how many three and outs are we gonna have? That's the that's the key to boos. If we get back to back three and outs at any point in this game, you're gonna hear it. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be. It's gonna. Be, I'll be there. It'll be interesting to see. And then dynamic in the crowd for sure. Well, and then the crazy thing is, after that, if that does happen, I don't think you get any more booze the rest of the season. No, because no one will be there. Nope. I think it goes out the door. I'm I'm interested to see who's at this game. Like, how many Penn State fans to Michigan State fans are there? Yeah, it's not. I don't know how it's one. And and Penn State's not that far. They can make. No, I just I don't know how many people have 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 made that call to come to East Lansing. Um, We'll see. Yeah, I mean. It'll be empty stadium going forward. Some <laughs> Illinois, that Unless we win. Unless we win. Yeah, if we win, maybe possibly. It's just that even now, like the season kind of, it's, like I said, it's taking a different turn. We're more mm-hmm. of a plain sp- spoiler at this point. 
Still have two more big games left for us with Penn yeah. State this week and then Michigan, but we'll love a win against the U of M as always. Always for sure, but I don't know. I I predict us to win. I'm one of the most pessimistic guys there is on this team. <laughs> I'm real, I'm, maybe I'll regret even saying that. I thought they would win, but I definitely picked up the big <laughs> lose big the last two weeks, and we were correct. Maybe not as big as thirty-eight zero, but that's funny. All right, well let's. Uh, I think that's a good spot to to cut it here. Um, I think it's uh, going to be a good weekend to, to relax, kick your legs up, and pray for a win. Uh, let's knock on some wood for no injuries on both our teams. Oh, yeah, please. Please, can we get some something positive basketball news here? Uh, with that being said, as always, go green. Go white.